0: Good evening, everyone. Good evening. And, uh, the first reading, uh, the prophet is speaking about uh, the salvation that is on the horizon. He's encouraging them with hopeful words. And our second reading in, a, in its foundation, um, St. Paul is telling us those who rely on God. draws He draws close to them. Matthew's account... We hear in the gospel is a homily by Jesus, um, known as the Beatitudes, and uh, best understood not as commandments. Uh, they're not even uh, really precepts. What they are are values, as we would understand them. They are values of the people who will live under the moral rule of Jesus, they are character traits of true disciples of Jesus. They are revolutionary values in that they turn normal values of the world upside down. Those in Jesus' time and even those of our time, when you go back and read them. My friends, I heard another homilist uh, say um, about the Beatitudes, that these values can only be lived by fools or saints. <laughs> Most folks, he went on to say, only pay lip service. Uh, to the homily of jesus on the mount and yet jesus meant these beatitudes for everyone who would listen the beatitudes define the christian and not just canonized saints jesus says that the reign of god belongs to the people who follow these values that is to say that those who practice these values are living the very will of God deeply within their own lives now, and those who practice these values already possess God's kingdom. Go back and read. Both in this life and in the life to come. They belong to God and they will always belong to God. So my friends, one of the things I thought about was what is the practical way to understand and to put into practice these beatitudes and be blessed by them or in them, and I have done this for sure, but I've watched other uh, homilists uh, put forth different interpretations, um, traditional spiritual interpretation of them, a social justice interpretation of them, a biblical scholarly um, interpretation. I've heard uh, theology of liberation, which I disagreed with completely, And then there's finally the one I'm going to present to you, what I call the priestly-pastoral interpretation. Those who are poor in spirit are believers who depend on God for everything rather than solely on power and privilege and wealth in this world. We would do well to remember, though such things rarely stay put for long. We only have to look at the stock market. God, on the other hand, stays put always. He stays close, in other words. The sorrowing are those who endure the awful personal losses of life, of a loved one, a friend, and they do so with faith. But these same people also, they suffer the losses that others experience. And in addition... They mourn the wickedness that plague our world in times. They mourn this, and they mourn those who have no faith. They do not hate them. They mourn them. These sorrowing but blessed followers of Jesus are also those who embrace with hope in advance the losses that will be demanded of them in the sorrow of being fully committed to Christ in this world. These are a form of persecution for us also. But we will endure in imitation of the Lord who died practically friendless on Calvary, surrounded only by three women, and all the others had run away and left him. The lowly are those who are humble in that they are empty of selfish ways, and in this they are very open to the very word of God, so ready. That they wish to grow and grow. Blessed are those who hunger for and thirst for justice. But my friends, in sacred scripture, these words have a dynamic meaning. Here our Lord is speaking of believers who yearn inside and out for righteousness and justice. And justice, in this sense, here is meant justification before God. And it is a yearning that all of humanity should stand right before God. For this, the believer must let the light of Christ shine before others so that the many people lost in our modern societal ways would come to understand the Lord's values and embrace them. For it is torment of souls to be out there in the darkness without a personal relationship with Jesus Christ or at least with a very sound moral compass to guide them. So, some questions for your reflection. Are you beginning to get a bit lost yourself because of the influence of society and their ways and their truths, as they put it? Jesus in today's gospel seems to be looking directly at each one of us, you and I, and saying, You are the salt of the earth, you are light. For the world now, not scripture. So, do Jesus and his values still hold as the light that lights your own personal life and guides your way? Or has Jesus and his values faded a bit in the glow of society's ways and means? In the doctrines put forth by today's celebrities and role models as they claim to be, false prophets would be my word. So my friends, here's a basic one. Is there a Bible in your home? And more importantly, do you actually pick it up and read it? Or is it on your smartphone? That's even better. Is it a part of the very culture and practice that is the domestic church? That is what I mean, the church that is in your home as a family. That is the domestic church. Your home. And when you go out in public, at work or at social places, are you being Christ's life for others, professing the values that are specifically Christ's values? Values that no doubt will put you in conflict with a great many of people, and even in conflict maybe with some of your dear friends and family. And these should cause your heart to be sorrowful. We should mourn this at least once in a while, instead of just being indifferent to it or saying, it's none of my business. These Beatitudes is God Himself telling us what kind of people we need to be in order to promote His kingdom. God himself telling us that even though we may be persecuted and insulted for following the values of his son, Jesus Christ, that our faithfulness will be rewarded far beyond anything this world will ever be able to give you or even offer you. So I ask, have you embraced his values? Do you even know what they are? because you can't embrace them if you don't know what they are. The Beatitudes, the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments, all together help us, Mother Church, and each other, each other. People scream and holler and yell, we want to change, change, change the world, change the world. Here's how you're going to do it. By embracing his values and living them. Not just quietly, in your apartment or house. But being that light and that salt for others. With charity of heart, you don't beat up people with it. Jesus didn't do that either. We don't do that. But you've got to live it. Breathe it. Be it. Experience it. And then the change will come. And then he will come. Amen. Amen. So my friends, if you haven't embraced his values, you haven't been living them fully, just start. Just do it. Just do it. Don't wait, I'll start on Monday. No, now, tonight, right here, right here, now. And I want to make absolutely clear what a value that was not of Jesus Christ and never will be is hatred. Hatred of people was never his value, ever. And it may never be ours. We may hate sin, but you do not hate the sinner at all. Amen?